Welcome back to the Two Dev Movie Podcast. I'm Casey. I'm Avila Rockwell. I'm Randy American's ass. <laughs> and this week for episode 41, we're talking sunshine, sunshine. to so, death. So bright. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> All right. 50 years into the future, the sun begins to die and Earth is dying as a result. A team of astronauts is sent to revive the sun, but the mission fails. Seven years later, a new team is sent to finish the mission as mankind's last hope. Real lucky they had a second team. Yeah. <laughs> they had a second payload. Yes. Hey, hey. All right. So to kick us off with first impressions, Avalor. Dude, great fucking movie. I'll leave it at that. I can't wait till spoilers. All right. <laughs> so cool. Happy. Randy? Uh, I absolutely love this movie. Uh, I think it's highly underrated. The cast highly. is fantastic. Yeah. The, the plot, I really dig. Uh, I think there's some scientific issues with like some of the timing. Things, yeah. But we'll I, get into it. I think it's the more. The plot s- is fucking masterful. Yeah. I, I, think, um, I think most of it has to do with the fact that they're just like, ah, this sounds good and looks good visually, but it's not necessarily scientifically yeah. accurate. But that's I, okay. Visually it's still, stunning. I it is a very well shot movie. It is. No, it's beautiful. The music. Oh music gets you. Dude, there's a point in this movie where the music cues hit, and I'm like, this is epic. Yeah. And this is a small film. Like, yeah. it feels very small. The special effects still hold up. Um, first impression, just amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, I absolutely. Yeah. This is one of my favorite sci fi horror thriller movies. Yeah. I'm not ashamed to say it at all. Like, I'm not going to hold anything back. This movie's great. Yeah. Like, it awesome. really is. It's freaking amazing. It's super underrated. It's amazing i love this movie good hell yeah i'm glad we agree on that you want to just jump into spoilers or you want to keep going first impressions uh no i think we just jump into spoilers yeah because i think spoilers is where the big discussion is gonna yeah. happen yeah it is can't wait to hear avila's uh, po- uh, points yeah uh, dude so i can't many. wait either. so fucking many you guys ain't even get a word in <laughs> all right randy can you go ahead and burn out our retinas with that spoiler button for <laughs> yes Sunshine released July 27, 2007. It's rated R. It had a budget of 23 million. It had an opening weekend of 242,000. Mm, rough. And a total gross of 32 million. Yikes. It was out for 13 weeks and it was just scraping up that money. <laughs> It's like those people in those money. Uh, They're like mine. It's mine. Get away. Get away. <laughs> money boxes. With yeah. The air on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was not raining cash. They were just picking it up sadly as it was stuck to the floor. And it was all ones. <laughs> uh, this movie is directed by one Danny Boyle, who is best known for probably 28 days later. Or if you're into like cult films, train spotting is the other big one he's known for. Um, this it was also written by Alex Garland. He wrote Twenty Eight Days Later, but then he also wrote and directed Ex Machina and Annihilation, right? Yeah, and Annihilation. Yeah. Um, the cast includes this cast is stacked: Cillian Murphy as Kappa, Rose Byrne as Cassie, Troy Garrity as Harvey, Michelle Yeoh as Corazon, which I was such a weird name for. <laughs> that actress <laughs> um cliff curse as cyril hayuki sonata as Kaneda, benedict wong as trey and chris evans as america's ass i mean <laughs> mace um just speaking to the cast i was like we've got three mcu 
alums in here with uh, Hiroyuki just making his appearance in Endgame. Yep. As the uh, Yakuza member that Ronin fights her. Which is super weird. And then he's also not connected, but he's in uh, Wolverine. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then we got Wong, Benedict Wong playing. Looking slim. Slim, real slim. Damn. And then Chris Evans looking real small compared to Captain America. And also has that classic Chris Evans shaved head look that he rocked in like a bunch of movies for a minute. Dude, so we just did PS I Love You and we're doing this movie. What is with sideburns? What was like with the early? That was like they were just huge fucking. Yep. I was like, dog. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah, that was the thing, man. Just rocking the sideburns. But then I think about it and I was like, oh, yeah, I was doing the same shit when I was like in high school. No, I wish cut mine short. Oh, see, I had like I could grow at least the bottom part of my beard. Yeah, but it was real like completely grown in, but still not like long. Nice. But I would. But when I didn't have that, I kept my sideburns like long like that. That's funny. Yeah. And he was wearing a fucking football helmet on my head. <laughs> Dude, um, Troy Grady. Yeah. Grady. Um, as Harvey, the communications officer slash captain for like two minutes. Dude. So he's in barbershop. What? Yeah. He's in barbershop. He plays the white gangster. Like, Oh the guy. yeah. Doesn't yeah, he? Yeah. He plays the guy who wants to be like thug or whatever. Right. He's fantastic in this movie. Yes. I liked him for a his, lot. He's not on screen for a long time, but he's really good. But seeing him from that and then seeing him in this, because I haven't seen him in too many things, but seeing him in this movie, I'm like, wow. I'm like, dude, I'm really impressed. You need to be in a oh, lot more things. And one other person is in this movie. Mark Strong plays oh, yeah. Pin Blocker or whatever. Sorry. I completely forgot to mention that. Yeah. Well, actually, it's a surprise to everybody if you're watching the movie. So Yeah. <laughs> surprise. Well, I mean, they show him in the crew photo when they show, like, the picture that they take. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Dude, talking about the crew photos, when they get onto the old ship and the lights are panning around and you see those flashes of, like, the old crew members, like, just show up from that picture on the screen and they're really quick. They're just like, woo, woo, woo. This movie is shot in, I mean, it's Danny Boyle. It's shot incredibly well. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, and he always gets a little weird with it too, which is like the whole like when so, Mark's like when that whole presence yes. thing that he has, but also just like that, like where it's like you see the flashes of the old crew and all that dust is in the ship, like built up and everything. You know? I just that was the one aspect where I thought, okay, this is cool in concept, like keeping him but it's out of focus. Annoying! It's so annoying. It really is. It's it's a great concept. I'm like, oh, it's your blurry eyes, you know, trying to focus. Like, I get the whole sun connection. It's a beautiful idea. It's yeah. just not executed well enough for yeah. me to be like, dude, this is annoying. Like, <laughs> but it's also it's also annoying because they do it and keep him out of frame. Like, it's like make him like a la the flash. I would have rather it have been more like he's vibrating and you can't see him, but I can at least tell it's a person or he's always blurred out or something. Yeah. But I'm like this shit where he's like out of view and it's like hard to look at him. And like, I was like, dude, this is just hard to look at now. Mind you, I fucking love this movie, but I hate, I hate that aspect of it. And they do it even like after the big reveal has happened and we know that it's a person and uh, 
Yeah, but I th- I think after hearing you talk about it right now for two seconds, I was like, oh, wait a minute. It's supposed to feel like that. It's yes. supposed to feel like you Jarring. don't want to look at it. It's hard to look at like, like the sun. Because, and so that's where this movie does a beautiful blend of like messing with your morality, messing with spirituality, and then science. Like, because long story short, like after they go to the second ship and Mark Strong, you know, sneaks his way in and starts fucking up shit like he's a fucking gremlin. Um, <laughs> and that whole that whole idea of like he believes that the sun is basically god and that he, the sun has told him because he's been he was a part of the original crew that was out there for 7 years so we should we should yeah. back up and explain that Icarus 1 failed Icarus 1 failed so they send a second ship when they're sending the second ship they Cillian Murphy's character is the physicist and he decides they make a call because they're getting a signal from the first ship and they're like, Hey, two payloads are better than one payload. So we could double our chances, double our chances, basically have a fail safe. So let's go and get that other payload and, you know, make sure we're fucking good to go. And then when they get to the other ship, the it's just full of dust and, everything you see the flashes of the old crew it's like clearly everyone's fucking gone except not everyone is gone not everyone is gone which is amazing for seven years for him to last that long but that's why their their hydroponics like system was all overgrown and everything well that's also a messed up part of the movie where you're like oh maybe everything will be okay like they got their food back after their food caught on fire like you know maybe it'll be everything will be okay basically and you know, they, and they then everything blow, goes to blow shit. Blow that fucking airlock. So many blown airlocks in this yeah. movie. They blow that airlock and it's like, well, there's no fucking way we're getting across again. Like, and, and honestly, I think Chris Evans gets the brunt of all the abuse in this movie. I mean, he gets thrown out of an airlock. Him, gets, and, him and Cillian <laughs> Murphy have that fucking sissy fight. That sissy fight. They, uh, he gets frozen. Yep. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Chris Evans. There's a reason he's Captain America. He just takes a beating. <laughs> Oh, that ass beating. takes a beat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I like him though as a character. Oh, I there isn't a character in this movie I don't like. I well, just just him in general. Like he has tiny bits of Captain America in there, but also just like I don't know, man. Like something about him is like you you hate him because he's right. He's so logical. But you also hate him because you're like, like damn he, it, son. Yeah, because Chris Evans' character's mace plays an engineer. Yeah. So he's like brutally logical about everything. And he's just like, no, we're not. This is fucking stupid. Why are we doing this? And Which everyone, would have been me yeah. in that in that scene. I've been like, no, let's not do that. Yeah, let's, let's not, not get the second the payload. It's yeah. like, why risk it? And that's why when they get in that fight and he's like, the only reason everyone's fucking dead is because we went for this payload. You made that call. So now everybody's dead. Here's this blood on your hands. Literally. Oh yeah. When he rubbed that blood on his hands and still Murphy, like, I was like, you're going to take that. And he was like, fuck no. I was like, hell yeah. I was like, you ain't take that shit lying down. Nobody rubbed no blood in my goddamn hands. I'm yeah. gonna fucking throw hands, <laughs> sissy hands, but I still hands. Yeah, and then they're like, Ugh. oh man, and uh, like Dexter and fucking, <laughs> uh, oh my god, oh Mandark, oh, it's okay. Dexter and Mandark because they always like slap fight. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> oh man, so the uh, the music in this. 
Amazing. The score is really good. I should have written down who did the score. Um, it's incredible. It is not always present in the film, but when it hits, that shit hits. Like that scene when like the 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 payload separating from like the main fuselage of like the ship. And like the music starts to swell as you just see this tiny figure go across that gap. I was like, man, this is fucking emotional. Like it really pulls at your heartstrings. Oh, it's like heart pounding. Like I sat there and I was like, oh my God, this is intense. Like I like this. This is great. Yeah. So, and then, um, I, I feel like Rose Byrne was totally underutilized. In this underutilized. Movie. She's a great actress and she was underutilized. She is worthless in this movie. <laughs> like she starts off like strong, but once we get into like people dying territory, she just like, and I get it. Her character is supposed to like emotionally like shut off, but I was just like, and now you're useless. Like, and, and she looks bored throughout the entire film. Yeah. Like she does not want to be there. Yeah. Worse for wear. She's like, you fucking nerds. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I hate everyone on the ship. Um, Especially when they do the vote. Yeah. And to, she's like, I yeah. won't vote. And then he's like, still going to kill him. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fuck you then. Yeah. Fuck you then. And then I love how the movie does that though. Like they, they showcase like, okay, we understand the sacrifice we have to make here. This is the play. Right. And, but Dude, then they subvert that by going, well, so did he, Yeah, you know, everyone knew. That- like there's, there's so much humanity in this fucking movie. That's why the last 10 minutes is so fucking disappointing. And we'll get into that in a minute. But I do want to talk about how, like, from Canada to um, Cyril, like, Cyril was di- go- almost going down the same path as Pinblocker, Mark Strong's character, where he's, like, obsessed with, like, looking at the sun. But he's not evil. But you see, like, oh, okay, maybe seven years of this shit might really fuck you up. Yeah, because you, you see, is that Cliff Curtis? Yeah, it's Cliff Curtis. Yeah, you you see elements of it and traces of it where it's like, okay, he's starting to get a little upset. That's your first hint that something is... Like something can go... Something is beyond what we understand. Also or, space, or, But it's know, also like, like, is it a psychosis? As we may talk about in another movie. Yeah. But um, is it a psychosis? But then when Mark Strong is basically having the same thing and he's hard to look at is the, you start to wonder, which the movie does intentionally. Is there some credibility to there's something being otherworldly about the sun? Is it God? Like, yeah, because when he says he's like, you know, at the end of the, the Mark Strong says this at the end of the movie, and he's like, if at the end of the world, there will be one man left alive. And then that one man will have the sole attention of God and have a conversation with God. And then that man will then pass and join everyone else because basically Mark Strong's character is like pin blocker is like, I sat out here for seven years. The sun has told me to kill all of humanity so I cannot let your mission succeed. So he's the one who sabotaged the first ship. Cause when is they that get, what we're supposed to believe though. Well, yeah, is that a, he went nuts and, and sabotaged the Yeah, first because ship. That's, that's why they can't use the payload from the first ship. Okay. They, that's why they say, like, oh, we can't even use this payload because it's been completely disabled. It's because he completely disabled it and then basically started killing everyone on the ship. And that's what I don't... I, I guess one of the elements that I didn't fully understand is, like, okay, he survived. Okay, fine. 
seven years, whatever. He survived. But how is he so strong and like virile? Yeah, like, like he's, he's not, that fool is full of piss and vinegar. He's ready to fucking throw down. He he's like a guy locked up in prison who just wanted to work out the whole yeah, time. Yeah, because like, the first shot we really see of him, he's fucking doing push-ups in the sunroom with it all the way turned up, where it can literally he's burning off his skin. I'm like, God damn, this fool's hard. This is the part I don't fucking get, and this might ruin this movie for you. He doesn't know that there would be a second mission. Why the fuck did he stay alive the whole time? Is, is it literally just because he's that whole thing where he's like, I will be the last man. I was like, how long do you think you can realistically live on that ship? It wasn't designed for seven years. It was designed to go and come back. Yeah, that's true. I mean, but he's not in his right mind. Right. But I'm just saying, like, even if your psychosis is at that level, wouldn't you at some point be like, my mission has succeeded. Ha <laughs> ha, I'm going to kill myself. Uh, I don't know. I mean, unless, well, because that's the big question of the movie, too, is like, we don't start with the first crew. Yeah. We start with the second crew. So my, it my interpretation, the mystery. well, my interpretation was there was always a second backup crew. Yeah. Because or I, planned. Yeah. Because if you think about it, they go, if we fail, that's it. Yeah. Like, there really isn't a third bomb. So which they always kind of, just plan to have a second crew. So he already knew. I guess, yeah, you can yeah, look at it that way. Because I kind of think when they say that line because like, they even know him they're like oh it's pin blocker yeah like, they talk like they know him so they must have all trained together yeah it's got it's got to be one of those situations where it's, and then it they was just always... cherry picked like all right this is and that's a that's my favorite part this is not the first crew this is the runner-up crew this is not the a team this is the b team going also i mean is it fair to say that maybe this isn't the last time they're gonna have to do something like this right like, is the sun going to do that again? So maybe they were planning for it like ahead of time kind of thing. I mean, it's it's kind of I mean, first off, the science of restarting the sun with nuclear payload from Earth would be like dropping one one drop of blue dye into an ocean. Like, it's <laughs> not going to make any fucking difference. <laughs> I love that. They think it will. Yes. It's like the core. You ever fucking seen that movie? Oh, man. That movie where they're like, insane. we're going to use nukes to restart the liquid part of the earth. So that way the magnetic field can come back because it's fucking up everything. Oh, and then they invert it. I think it would be easier to make a sun than restart the sun. <laughs> yeah. Just put a new sun up there. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like with all that nuclear material. So yeah, some of the science doesn't lend great. Oh, man. Makes my stomach flip thinking about it. Yeah. This movie's very uh, claustrophobic. Yes. Um, very intense. Uh, beautiful. Like, I, I remember, like, I didn't remember how, like, great the special effects were in this movie. Fantastic. Hold up incredibly well. There's, I know it's not that old. Yeah. But goddamn, do they hold up. Yeah. They like, definitely spent some money trying to make things look practical look Whoa. real yeah even the spacesuits and everything i mean that's all practical they look really fucking cool and really good just some tiny bits of trivia on all of that um they only actually filmed for three months mm-hmm. they wrote the script for one year pre-production for one year shot for three months then another year of special effects and editing so so that's like really four their, years. Basically. They really took their time putting this all together. Yeah. And then the spacesuits, they're actually designed after Kenny from South Park. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. And they're purposely colored uh, gold because Danny Boyle wanted people to remember them. 
But I guess it's also practical because it's sun reflecting. I mean, I don't know. I mean, the but heat, he said like he just wanted people to remember what the suits look. Yeah, like. Yeah, because it's like technically they will use for like heat shielding on like the ISS and stuff. It's like a gold foil yeah. like, material. I've seen that. But I mean, who knows how that would stand up on a suit? Yeah, I don't. Who know? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the suits do look crazy cool. Yeah, like I'm not gonna lie. I was like, yo, those are dope. And then when they get blasted out of the airlock, finally get into the other ship and he's laying on his back and they're trying to tend to Chris Evans. Mm-hmm. You see the helmet uh, when it's unlocking. It's like a, God, I don't even know what I could explain, but it's just like these like mechanisms going and like switching back and forth. And then it goes, yeah. I'm like, that is fucking cool, man. Yeah. Like everything about that suit was like really cool design. So yeah, when they're lumbering around in the suits, it reminds me of, um, the fifth element and like the oh yeah yeah the whatever race in the beer very beginning oh, they're yeah. all like lumbering <laughs> back and forth like that's what I always think of when I think of that suit yeah this um, is can can I just say because we're talking about it so much and I like this movie so much yeah this is a great film to start uh, space timber with like this really is a pinnacle of space yeah like I if, I love this movie this is a this movie is a very underrated movie it's like a cult classic and I know. For anyone who's actually watched this movie just because we're reviewing it, I thank you yes. because this movie's great in my opinion. Um also there's you can tell there's a lot of love that went into this movie and it just never paid off for them, which sucks. I was like, look, Captain America's in this movie. Just watch it for that reason alone. I mean, the cast is great. great. Like, solid fucking cast. Music, great. Direction, great. Last 10 minutes, terrible. Yeah. Okay, so, so let's, let's talk, talk about, about that. that. Yeah. <laughs> let's get in that, because that's so, where I have my issues, too. Mark's, so, about, the problem really starts <laughs> about 30 minutes before it ends. Yeah, When maybe. it turns into a slasher film. Yeah, because all of a sudden it goes from this really compelling science fiction like, like morality you know, yeah. argument and then they're like all right remember all that spiritual shit we kind of hinted at we're going hard and it's a <laughs> spiritual serial killer let's do this um it's like leroy jenkins <laughs> <laughs> and so i freaking love mark strong i love mark strong i will watch anything that he's in fuck i like him in this movie but it's just I like the character he plays too. Like I like everything about it. It's just the execution of it. I'm just like, first he ninjas onto the ship. Somehow they don't even notice. Oh, that fucking line though, where they're like, Oh, you guys won't survive. Cause they, they run out of oxygen. Cause they're, they're oxygen. They're, there's too many, there's too many crew members and their fucking hydroponics is all fucked up. It's dead. Yeah. So when they're talking to the ship computer and he, they're like, yes, it's like, Oh, you should have enough. You guys won't make it. You don't have enough oxygen. And he's like, what confirm? Cause there's four crew members. He's like negative. There are five crew members. And you're just like, I remember seeing that in the trailer when this movie was going to come out. And I was like, Oh, what <laughs> you're in the middle of space. Where the fuck did you pick up another person? Uh, it's kind of like, um, uh, did Harvey make it back onto the ship? No, he burned up. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. He definitely didn't make it back on the ship. Although that was freaky seeing him die. Like, uh, watching him die in space. Oh, Harvey? Yeah. When he, like, all his, like, he freezes and then everything. And then he spits up the blood. But, and then when the computer does go, there's five people, you're like, 
What? Like, is it? You're him? like, did Kaneda get back in? Yeah, wait, did, what is happening here? Did Trey not slit his wrist? <laughs> or is he still breathing? Like, what is happening? Yeah. Um, I also love that the movie sort of, not sort of, definitely ignores the fact that they're just trying to deliver the payload. They're not even thinking about themselves. Like, when they're having that, that debate over whether they should kill um, the, guy, the guy who was, uh, what's his name? Sorry. Trey. Uh, Trey, the Benedict guy who's Wong's character. Yeah, when they're trying to figure that out because they're like, we won't make it to the payload. We won't be able to. Do it. Right. It's they're not, not even they're talking not, about the fact that they won't make it home. Yes. They're like, we if we're out here, <laughs> we got to finish the fucking mission. Otherwise, what's the point in all this? These people all died to get us here. We're not going to be able to go home, but we're not going to be able to finish the job if we keep Trey alive. And Cassie's over here like, boo, I don't want to kill a man. I was like, we're all dead anyway. So yeah. what's the fucking point? I love that they don't even address that, though. They don't even go, you realize we're dead, too. Like, we're just trying to get there to finish the mission. Mm -hmm. We're all dead no matter what. Yeah, but it's like the unspoken rule. It's like, they're like, they all know that there's no No one's making it home. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, but she's just like, no, he's a person. (laughs) I, um... I don't because Trey was already suicidal. Yeah, they and they they blatantly say that. Yeah, and I was like, you guys, he's suicidal because he fucked up the first the when they were trying to dock with the Icarus one. That whole scene plays out. Jesus. And then so he becomes suicidal because he got people fucking killed. Yeah, but before that, he's even more upset at himself because he didn't calculate the math to turn the shields. Yeah. When he yeah changed directory, so he's just like. Yeah, and that scene's intense, too, because he's like, I fucked up. Because he got Kaneda killed, who was the captain? Yeah. 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 And then Cyril became the captain. Oh, no, Harvey became the captain. Harvey became the captain. Yeah. I'm the captain. Which, I want that guy in more things, man. He's good. Yeah. He's got a little bit of work, but, I mean, he's, he's good, so. Um... I don't. How did you feel about the actual ending? Though? Yeah, sorry, we got no, totally, no, no. It's okay, totally it's okay, off track. I really but, want to talk about it. So it turns into the cube. Yes. <laughs> okay, so the Mark Strong goes on LOL Murder Fest 2017 or 2007. My yeah, bad, 2007. Even though it's 50 years, 2054 or whatever. Anyways, yeah. so he starts sabotaging the ship and everything, and. When he, when Cillian Murphy first runs into his character and the Icarus comms are still working, his plan was, I'm going to hide in the airlock, but not tell anyone. No, no, not only that, not, no, before that, when he's like, there's five biometric signatures on the ship, he didn't go, hey guys, we need to have like a meeting real quick. Let's handle this. That's literally what I thought. I was like, okay, you made so many mistakes. You didn't tell anybody. That there's a fifth person on the ship. You're like, not you, even like, watch out, watch your back. You didn't get a weapon. You nope. approach a guy staring into the damn sun doing push-ups without turning down the sun shields. Yeah, I was like, how are you also not fucked up right Why now? Why are you walking into that room with no sunglasses, no protection? I don't understand, like, any of the logic this, behind this that. This is when the movie started to get dumb. <laughs> yeah, like, you've been smart up to this point, and now you're just being ridiculously stupid. Yeah, I... <laughs> it, I guess the only thing I can think of is he was so flabbergasted that someone was on the ship and alive and naked and doing push-ups in the sunroom. Like, but I, I, how can you not say anything to anyone? That's what I mean. Like the fact that he doesn't say anything to fucking anybody and then goes to face him alone and then 
even after that, the comms are still working. He's not like, oh shit, guys, I got fucked up by a fucking pin blocker or whatever. He's alive. Nope. That doesn't happen. Pin blocker, on the other hand, is the smartest motherfucker on the ship because <laughs> he was like, I got to take out the ship's computer now. And then after that, cuts all communications because the only way they can communicate is the hard line in the suit, direct point to point. So that's what pissed me off. And then that trend just keeps going. Like, pin blocker takes out everything on the ship as they go, except the only person he doesn't apparently LOL get is Cassie and America's ass. <laughs> the um I do want to say too that uh the plant science officer Oh person, Michelle Yeoh's character Michelle Yeoh I Corazon. guess Corazon apparently she impressed Danny Boyle so much that he offered her any role. He said pick any role and I'll even change the gender. I don't care. You're so good. I'll I just want you in the movie. And she's like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> he was like that. She was like I want to be Kappa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Done. She's um, like, "Get out of here, silly. Get out of here, scarecrow." <laughs> I love that Danny Boyle keeps using him too. Oh yeah, yeah, he's a great, he's fantastic. I like him and everything. So you should watch Train Spotting. See our boy John Lee Miller. Yeah, I gotta watch that movie. And Ian McGregor, who's coming back as Kenobi. <laughs> Sorry. Great. Sorry. Um, did you like the scene where his sister is on Earth, and then Earth is all snowy, and then I like. They show her once earlier. Okay. And I don't care for that one. I like the end one. I hate that she doesn't watch his whole video. Is it that she stops watching or does it get cut off? I well, she like hits the she taps the screen. I don't know if it's a tap because it stopped working, but she tapped the screen and then it stops. Yeah. So I, she was like, Oh, my brother's sending me stupid videos again. Yeah. It's so much like family. He's gonna save the earth, whatever. Also, dirt don't look that bad. Snowy every day. <laughs> just a little snowy. I mean, it's just a little. The snow. sun I just mean, looks real dim. Yeah, and then uh, I love that the sun gets brighter, and then you see the sun kind of. Yeah, see, I, that's the, the part that I like. I like that's really beautiful. Yeah, I like that. All the stuff with Mark Strong, and then the cube falling into the sun. Okay, so and, yeah, let's get yeah. to just the tail end. So Mark Strong kills most of the crew. Then he gets on the payload as they launch it into the sun because they made it. They arrived. Hooray. Blah, blah, blah. No, never mind the bullshit about like not having enough oxygen. And apparently all this took place in 12 hours or 20, 19 hours or whatever. Yeah. The time scale got they're like, <laughs> said, like, oh, we have 19 hours until we get to the sun. And then suddenly murder fest happened. And then time just shrunk down to about 20 minutes. Also, they're falling for a very long time. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? I was like, you are, there's no way it takes this long to fall. Yeah. You're in a giant cube falling in. It should have burned up already. Yeah. First of all, you shouldn't even got that close. But I I understand the time loss is supposed to be like, because he's trapped in like the airlock and he's got to get his way out. Like that's supposed to be where all the time goes. But also, I guess I fully didn't understand because movies do this quite often where it, it doesn't matter about setting off the bomb because it's a bomb. And if it, you know, if, if it goes into fire or something, it's going to explode. So I was just like, why do you have to turn it on? Like it's, Oh, cause new, you know nu- what I mean? Like nuclear doesn't work that way. See, I didn't understand that. Like yeah. I was like, wait, why are you turning it? Like, you need a catalyst. Yeah. Yeah. See, you have to have, and it just like C4 is super, super stable. It needs an ignition though to like, cause you can burn part of C4 and it won't light it needs a certain threshold of energy to set itself off nuclear works the same way 
That being said, if you're throwing it into the fucking sun, it should ignite. (laughs) But what the fuck do I know? I don't know anything either. Okay, so... So, yeah. Cillian Murphy makes the beautiful leap music crescendos. He's in the gold suit. He gets there. He starts fucking crying because he falls over and he's turtled on his face. Then he gets out of the suit. It's irrelevant. So then we're in the cube. Fucking, isn't it Halle Berry? Or is, who's in the fucking cube? The cube? Yeah. The movie. I don't know who's actually in the Damn cube. Damn it. I All just right. know that movie from the poster. Just cut that part out. I was going to make a really <laughs> funny joke, but I don't remember who's in that movie. And it's now not funny. <laughs> <laughs> um... So they finally get to the cube part, which it does look like the cube in that fucking movie. And which we had seen earlier when Cillian Murphy's like testing to make sure everything's working properly. And Cassie's just hanging out, sitting there, giving has given up on life. She's like, <laughs> Trey killed himself. I don't know what to do. Oh yeah. Pin blockers, you know, behind you somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. And then he runs up and then they like slap fight for like two seconds and then he holds them out over the edge and then cassie finally grows a pair of ovaries and tries to fucking save uh kappa cillian murphy's character and then they rip the flesh off of his arm and then fall but because they're falling into the sun gravity's distorted and then they end up sliding and landing it was weird i was like oh, this is kind of cool <laughs> and then mark strong's just standing there because you know it's there's gravity and he's just looking over the edge on the side that they're like sliding down. And he's just like, and I give up. That's it. You don't see him again. Cillian Murphy runs down into the chamber, sets off the bomb and everything's fucking hunky dory. Well, you forgot the part where he rips off his skin on his arm. I, well, I said that. Did you say that? Yeah. He's like, cause they're holding him out over oh, the yeah, edge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, that's gross. Oh, that effect was fucking gross, but what the fuck? <laughs> he goes through all the trouble to fuck up this whole plan. Cillian Murphy just falls away from him. It's not even that far. <laughs> Honestly, I could jog there. I think he's devastated that his arms can fell he's off. He's like, oh, damn it. Fuck. Nothing else has stopped him, but that stopped him. Oh, the skin getting ripped off my arm has really upset me. Never mind it. Me just burning myself over and over again. I'm infused with the power of the sun. This fool's over here drinking Sunny D like it's nothing. <laughs> I also love he's super jacked. Again, he lifts Cillian Murphy. Like, what? what? Seven years on a space station? You didn't lose any strength? Apparently, there were a lot of fucking potatoes. Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that, that ending was not yeah, the best. Yeah, but then, that's what I'm saying. Like, Cillian Murphy sets off the bomb. It's beautiful. Like, the bomb works. And there's this beautiful moment where it's, like, holding back, like, the energy of the sun and yada, yada, yada. Meanwhile, Cassie apparently is just burned up. Because, you know, we don't see her again or have any resolution for that. And But Mark Strong just, he lets them, like, they fall, and that's it. He just gives up. He's just <laughs> like, yeah, it was worth my time. I didn't wait seven years for this shit. I'm not going to bother trying to kill Scarecrow down there. Fuck it. <laughs> like, meanwhile, Cillian Murphy is trying to set that all up. He's, it looks like he's trying to hook, fucking hook up a stereo like a DJ at a wedding. That's kind of weird. <laughs> that's a weird design. But I just that I'm fine with all the slasher stuff leading up to that. But literally when they're on the payload and it's falling to earth and Mark Strong is just like, well, I can't beat him. (laughs) Just it fucking ruins it for me. I love and I love this movie. It kind of feels (laughs) it cheapens it as you're watching the film. It's like a studio exec was like, hey, you know what this movie needs? What? 
A guy trying to kill everybody. <laughs> yeah. No, and there, that's a lot of criticism like this movie actually gets. It's like it definitely feels like a studio decision and not like uh, where they were going with this decision. Like, hey, hey, Danny, you know how you did 28 Days Later? Throw a little bit of that in there. Green light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically, that's like what he had to do. But like that's. Honestly, it's like I know for a lot of people, they would go to that movie and then get to the last 10 minutes and just be like, nah, never mind. And that's what they tell everyone. They're like, don't go watch it. The ending is bullshit. Wait, I don't even think the ending is that terrible. But I understand where people go with that. Yeah. But I don't think it's that terrible once you start. Because I mean, I've watched this movie a dozen times just trying to understand like the meta of the spirituality and morality of it. I, de- I definitely think the the ending. Like, like if they would have ended it with like, Cillian Murphy figures out a way to get back home and be like, ah, bullshit. Right. <laughs> I, or so, Mark Strong gets away back to Earth. And be yeah. Like, oh, God. See, and I'm a man. Could you imagine like his whole plan? Sun gets re- reignited. He ends up back on Earth. And they're like, why do you, why do you look so fucked up? And so he's just running around trying to stab people. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I will kill all of humanity. This son told me to. Ah. <laughs> Eh, Give me eh, all your sunny D. Yeah. <laughs> I grow strong. Oh, I'm man. fueled by the power of the sun. <laughs> Day oh, man. Yeah. This it's not that bad. It's yes. Yeah. I, I just, I wish more people would give this movie a chance instead of just believing bullshit. You've been told. Yes. The ending is not great, but it does not break this movie in my opinion. No, definitely not. So I, uh, I really enjoyed it. I yeah. think it's, I think it's a solid movie. I, I'm glad we started with this movie for the, yeah, I'm month. glad all three of us are here for it. Yeah. I'm man. Avila made some amazing points and I just, uh, I agree with everything he said and everything you said as well. Yeah. So, um, you want to go ahead and roll into ratings? Yeah. Let's go ahead and roll into ratings. Come on, do it. Lay it on right here. Do it. Do it. What should we rate it? Hmm. Uh, let me, let me see. sunglasses. Yeah, uh, sunglasses. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, I was thinking the vibrating scalpels. But so I, no, I like the vibrating scalpels too. Let's let's go with that. Vibrating scalpels. Reflections off the vibrating. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, Avila, out of five vibrating scalpels, has to be five. After what you guys just said, has to be fucking five. I swear to you, I love it. I love five. it so much. I I I agree. <laughs> I one hundred percent agree. <laughs> Five, five scalpels. You guys, you guys, five. You guys, fucking, my goodness. It's so, it's so good. You made some really great points. Thank I you. really love everything you, you said. Thank you. Yeah, I, really I said you. so much so fast, dude. It's like Whew. you can barely hear me. All right, you, you hit the nail on the head, baby. No, yeah, that, that's right, man. You delivered that payload. I was blowing the fucking airlocks off this bitch. Yeah. Woo. All yeah. right. So that is going to close us out for this week on episode forty-one. Forty-one. Yeah. So, Randy, can you tell the people how to find us? Yes, I can. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at 2DeathPod. You can email us at 2DeathPro at gmail.com. Our website, anchor.fm slash 2Death, is where you're going to find the podcast and all our episodes. Please go download those. Also, give us a five-star review on iTunes. It really helps us out. Thank you. All right. If you're looking for me, Casey, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the underscore Phoenix. Love you, people. If you're looking for me, Avila, you can find me on Twitter at Chetty Mac or Instagram at Chet McCurski. Sunshine's Grace Movie Ball. <laughs> if you're looking for me, Randy, you can find me at Randy Geeks Out on Instagram and Twitter. All right. Peace out, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.